It's an episode of State of Play Reacts, Link Wakening Up, and Goose Games. Oh man, I, I can't wait for this State of Play stuff. No, I've got some thoughts got, on it, eh? you got lots of thoughts. <laughs> so stay tuned with us here on Hack the Dino because we are going to talk about that and games that desperately need a remake. Welcome to Hack the Dino Critical Path. We are Hack the Dino and this is our fortnightly games news talk show. What are you what what happened? Anarchy and shooting. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 80th time we've done the critical path here on Hack the Dino, uh, where we have news topics, Kojima Watch, and rounding it all up with Dan versus the world. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Rosenthal. And I'm the Dan McGuinness. Uh, Dan. Yes. Did you know that most of the time we are on YouTube over at youtube.com backslash hack the dino? We are on YouTube. We do a whole bunch of stuff over on YouTube, stuff like this and also streams and all sorts of shows. We also do the very same thing over on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. Hello, Twitch. You can uh, subscribe to us there or follow us there as well as on YouTube. And if you don't have any eyes or just don't like the sight of my face, Totally get it. You can listen to us with your ear holes over on SoundCloud, over on Spotify, over on iTunes. While you're there, drop a review, leave a like, and all those things which help us grow. Dan, it's been a very busy week in the world of gaming. It has. Um, it's just also hello, say hello to everyone in the chat, on the live chat right now. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, you can head on over to YouTube or uh, Twitch and join in the conversation. Whatever that might be. Hi. But it has been a very busy time for video games this past month. September 20 seemed to be the epoch point uh, of everyone deciding they'd release this year. Uh, I was quite surprised with something that you picked up. What? Link's Awakening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we both got Link's Awakening on day. Obviously, I did, being the Nintendo tragic that I am. What had. we've been playing. Brayden. <laughs> Brayden just decided to come on in with... Uh, with that title. Well, we already came into the segment, so... That is true, you didn't wait. Yeah, but I'm the co-host, so you're wrong. You're right, I am the host and you are the co-host. Ooh. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see how many lines you have next show. None. Anyway, what have you been playing? Same thing as me. Link's Awakening. We both did it. Yep. We both got it. Yeah, yep. it was weird that I got it. I was just like... I've, I've still got that fever of like Breath of the Wild that I want back. So I'm just being like, this might be the next one. You know what it is? It's yep. not. No. It's not at all. Because it's a remake of a game that came out in 1993. Give me the history. That was uh, it? Yeah. No, so the history is that uh, Link's Awakening originally came out... Um, it started as a, uh, a side project because um, one of the developers who was on the uh, Link to the Past game for the Super Nintendo, which came to critical acclaim because it's one of the best games ever made, uh, decided he wanted to sort of see if he could port it over to the Game Boy uh, sort of on his own time. And one of the other developers was there. They too started doing something at the same time. So they sort of came together and just threw little bits and pieces in because it wasn't an official game. It wasn't getting greenlit. That's why you have Bow Wows in there. You have uh, Shy Guys. You have uh, Thwomps and all those sorts of things. Um, and then, uh, well, I meant Goombas, but I'm sure that... Yeah, there is a Thwomp in there. Uh, so they played it and then it uh, got greenlit as a brand new game. The only proviso being that Zelda wasn't allowed to be in it. Ganon wasn't allowed to be in it. The Triforce wasn't allowed to be in it. And he, and uh, the, Oh, that's why he wakes up and he goes, Zelda? And she goes, no, my name's... Maron. Mark Maron. Um, so this is a very <laughs> beloved game. This was, uh, it, it really pushed the Game Boy to extra heights. 
uh, with just the the scope and the ability of what you can do. It is a very small area, uh, which is why Link doesn't run a lot in this game. I don't know if you've noticed. There's no run button. You travel at the same speed <laughs> because yeah, they want to make annoying, the eh? world seem a lot bigger than it actually is. Um, now, uh, it, the original Game Boy version uh, was remade for the Game Boy Color, uh, and then, of course, remade now into this brilliant game that both of us played. But anyway, what have you uh, so, played of it and so the like of it? It opens up with... Braden, play the start of this video. Start, all right. Let's the very, the very, very start. Here we go. So it opens up with a beautiful animation cutscene. This beautiful, like, you know, you can see the pencil lines. Yeah. It's beautiful. This was the teaser when it was announced. Yeah. And you see there, and then like Link comes in, you're like, wow, it's beautiful music and stuff. And then uh, it shows Link here on a boat. Yep. And he's like, ah. Oh. This yeah, was. Uh, look at those pencil lines, beautiful. This is a remake of the original intro screen as well. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to, he's doing his stuff, he's on the boat, and suddenly a lightning hits him or something. Well, is a that going to happen? Hits him. Yep. A lightning. A lightning. I love and then lightning. I'm, like, I'm like, this is going to be cool, this is going to be rad. And then suddenly it cuts to what it really is, and it just looks all toy <laughs> like, Yeah. It really it's took great. me out of it. And I was like, oh, I don't know, yeah. But it was, do you not like this art style? It's okay. It just it goes from animated chibi. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And the little that's oh, love it. It's fantastic. I but, do um, love the the like chubby little three D characters. That's adorable. Yeah, but um, straight away, like this game doesn't have a tutorial. It doesn't tell you where to go. No, it's, that's it's, what a Zelda game is. Nah, but this one was a little bit like I didn't realize till halfway through the game that there's a telephone you can ring and it tells you what to do. Do you not go into all the houses in your hometown before you no, play a game like this? You shouldn't have to. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have to do the thing that you've just said would have helped you. Gotta say, Dan Actually, I did go in phone. there and I listened on the phone and it was just gibberish to me. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was talking about. I thought, what What do you mean? Like, Did what? you have the language in English when you, you yeah, started I did. the game? Yeah, I did. But it was just like, it was just, because it's all written in riddles. So I just went into a room, I took on a phone and it just said this riddle and I was like, well, I didn't, and it was about some place, but I don't know any of the names of the places because the map's so not that's open. That's what you know. The best thing about Zelda games is what it sort of drops you somewhere, and then it's up to you to go and explore. So one of the main things about Zelda, uh, every game in the Zelda uh, franchise, is that you explore. And every game that's come out that's had Zelda in its name, the whole idea is that you go out and explore and discover. Hmm. Did you go out and explore and discover? Yeah, I, eventually I worked it out and how to do it, but it just like it just. You just didn't really have a goal at the start. There was no reason to do anything. It was just like, what am I doing? Like, you had to go I, get your sword. I went and got that. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. But then I was like... And then the owl comes down and gives you where you need to go. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, eventually I worked it all out. But there is apparently, like, because my, um, my workmate has played this the whole way through, and he says right near the end, there is a bit where it just decides not to give you any clues. Yep. And it's just, to get through it, you have to go to a certain room that mm. you've been to in the game before. Yep. No clue of how to get there. So you basically, if you don't know what to do, you have to go in every single room of the entire game and retread the whole game just to find this one like room that a guy has appeared in. Yep. That's And he he um he got quite angry at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, the I mean, it sounds like a, uh, it's all negative, but it's a great game. It is. It, it's a cool, fun game. Um, it's just uh, the the story and the dialogue isn't very good in it. The dialogue, some of it make, doesn't make any sense to me. Did it's the original that? dialogue. Yeah. And I reckon they might have, like, yeah. So this is a complete remaster. They've completely remade the game in every way, shape, and form. Obviously highlighted the graphics and made it run a little bit, <laughs> supposedly smoother. Um, but uh, the dialogue is the same. Everything is 
the same. Yeah, it does have that problem with that. It does drop a lot of frames, didn't it? It'll probably fix that. Yeah, well, see, I think it's actually a problem of the art style. Uh, I think that um, the way that they've chosen it's so graphically intense and the way it has to render all the light because it's all got a very uh, a sheen plastic type look to it. And I think the light rendering actually puts a lot of strain on the system. At first, I thought I was actually talking to Ross as well, your business partner, um, and he thought it was uh, to do with the cartridge and reading off the cartridge. The cartridge wasn't powerful enough, um, and that's why it kept dropping frames, something that we're very familiar with. Um, but uh, I have since had it uh, confirmed that it is indeed the same on uh, downloaded versions as well. Yeah. Uh, the 2D bats, as you can see here, 2.5Ds. Yo! They're rubbish. Yeah. They're not very good. Like, uh, I, was, like, I the hate jump, how the jumpy, yeah, yeah, the jumpings. Are, Again, in the original game, and he did jump like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the phone saved my life. The music is awesome. Yep. It's great. Like, re-jiggered re versions of Zelda songs I heard in there. Like, beautiful tracks. All beautifully done. Um, he's got a red... I didn't get a red top. Um, well, you haven't done that dungeon yet. Um, the skill tester was rad. That yep. skill tester bit is awesome. I was like, you know, picking stuff up, dropping it. It was awesome. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed that bit. Uh, those who don't know, and it's called, what's the shop called? It's something. It's like awesome games or something like that. The shop. So you go to that. I haven't even got to this bit. Brayden, skip this bit. It's a bit of a spoiler. All right. Go back so to the start somewhere. Yeah, we go. Um, and the one thing I felt it did need is that you know you got your Y and X items up the top there. Yep. You really need to be able to pick one of them and be able to flick through your items a lot quicker because I was constantly going into the menu, swapping them and over. And how do you think it was on the Game Boy where you only have two buttons? Yeah, but this isn't the Game Boy. But my point being, <laughs> part of that part of that original feel of that game is that you have to keep switching them in and out. Like on trendy, the Game Boy, trendy games it was called. Trendy games. Yeah, oh, that was the go. shop. The name. Um. So thanks, floppy. In the in the uh, Game Boy game, you had to keep swapping uh, your sword and your shield around with all these things. Yeah. Uh, so having uh, two buttons there and constantly having your sword and your shield equipped, that was uh, a pleasurable experience for me. <laughs> um, so I, too, have been playing. I've almost finished it. I haven't had time just to finish it off. I'm up to the last dungeon, I believe. Mm. Um, but I've been... See, I remember this from my childhood. So it's very familiar to me. It's not one of those games that I played over and over again, so it's not etched in there. Uh, and I'm also old, so I forget a lot of things. Get off my old man! Um, Are you Zelda? The frame rate drops really do uh, get to me. Yeah, um, and it wasn't just leaving a room. It was like a lot of it time. It was going into a room for about, I reckon, sometimes up to 30 seconds. Just a frame drape, uh, frame rate, frame rate, frame rate. A frame drape. A frame drape. The old drapes. Link uh, got a house, put up some new frame drapes, and uh, a nice little sofa to have a snooze. Um, but uh, I'm hoping no. that it'll be patched out. I'm hoping that uh, they'll add to your um, Switch extra things they did it with breath of the wild uh, they did show something here on the screen that i really liked uh and it did make it a little bit easier when you walk into a room with if you have the compass there is a little uh, tone Bing! that tells you there's a key in there somewhere what i didn't like is a lot of the puzzles are gone and it's pretty much going to a room destroy all the enemies uh so that, that there was a fair lot of puzzles though yeah not as many as you know you're usually used to in a, a zelda game uh it's I've, very much combat heavy i was lucky because i was streaming it and i actually had brayden helping me out so whenever i got to bit i couldn't do i'm like i'm like chat help me out 
And they were were posting pictures up. I dropped a link from a like IGN wiki guy (laughs) to like a photo on how like which order to defeat some enemies in. Like it was weird. It was good. It was a good stream. If you want to check it out, check it out over on our channel. And one thing I did want to bring up is, well, how this game eventually uh, was started to be made. The Dungeon Maker, which was uh, the beginning of a Zelda Mario Maker type thing until Nintendo realized that they couldn't do it. <laughs> um, so the Dungeon Maker, you get these tiles uh, f- uh, for Dunpei and he, you can then shuffle them around into your own sort of like dungeon that you have to go through. And he also gives you dungeons that you have to... Um, I, I did one through. of them. You did one? I did one. Yeah, you do all of them and you get a uh, another bottle you get three bottles in this game and that's three fairies uh yeah so overall i really like this game and i can't wait to play it some more it's a it, fun it, game it's a good game it's just like it's not a great game yeah it, it, it it's a good game it's not game of the year oh it's nowhere near game of the year but it, it's i'm glad i have it i was mm. gonna buy it anyway and it's good just to have one of my favorite games from a kid to be uh, remade like that. So we're going to talk more about games that need to be remade very, very shortly later on in the show. But before we mm. get into that, I've been playing another game which also came out on the 20th. Um, this one is by a bunch of fellow Australians, Brisbane game developers, House House, and I'm talking about the Untitled Goose Game. I didn't know this was Australian. Yeah. This game is so good. Yeah, like, it's only getting cracker reviews. It is just so much fun. It's it's uh, it's if Metal Gear was, uh, Snake was a goose. So, solid goose. Have you seen the bit where it's like, like, cause, so you get, like, objectives. Yep. And some of the objectives are so weird. Like, one of them is, like, make a kid buy back his toys. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, this one here is get the farmer wet. But that's an easy one. One of them is get on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Another one, um, Trap a Kid in a Telephone Booth. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, one of my favourite ones. Actually, not even one of my favourite ones. The first time I played it, I started doing some of the tasks and you just went, you know what, I want to be an asshole. So I just tried to mess with the farmer as many so, ways as I could. I'd get his, like, trowel and put it in the bush. Just like real life. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I trowel lots of bushes. Um, then uh, getting his <laughs> getting his radio, as you can see here, and then throwing it in the, in the lake. Oh, he stole his keys. Yep, he's stealing his keys. Uh, The thing is, he does catch up to you very fast. Well, you're a a goose and he's a human. Yeah. There's no way I couldn't catch up to a goose. If I was going to have a race of a goose, I'd win. Geese are fierce, though. These people are brave for running at this goose. Nah, man. Yeah. Goose You seen their mouths? You seen geese teeth? Yeah. It's horrifying. Geese teeth is the name of my high school band. Uh, So this game was also number one on the Switch sales charts uh, for digital only. So that's a really, really cool um, thing for, for uh, House House to have happen. I always think you're streaming it. Really? Mm-hmm. I think you should, because it's a great game. And it's like four, it's only four hours, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a very, very short. You do it in a whole stream. Um, It's just a puzzle game, and it's just so much it's fun. got a honk button? Yeah, you can honk at everyone. Huh. Uh, it's just really fun as well to play as a goose, because he just he's so nonplussed about everything. And you can just be an arsehole, and you can't be angry at him, because he's a goose. Anyway. But you are him. Yeah. But You're never going to get angry at him. Look at him. Got your rolling can. <laughs> he's still, right. He is just like, he's like a naughty goose. He should have been called Naughty Goose. No, well, it originally had a game uh, name. And they just uh, called it Untitled Goose Game to capture that uh, that market share. <laughs> get out of there, goose. <laughs> and you steal his coffee. Anyway, that's enough about goose I use games. the term goose as a payout all the time. I like say, yeah, you, you bloody goose. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm glad. Look at him still in the... My bloody rake, mate. Brayden, news. News. 
Here we are at the news desk. We just had to run over from the general desk. I'm quite out of breath. And put all the toys back on the... Uh, set them up again. They came with us. It was, no, it was... we have four copies of each toy. That's right. It's like in that little time bit, there's like, it's like Toy Story. They'll get up quickly and run to the next table. True story. Don't worry, guys. Anyway. PlayStation. Shh. PlayStation had a uh, state of play, so we thought we'd talk about a little things that piqued our interest throughout it. Um, so the first thing that came on with the state of play was the COD Call of Duty, as some like to call it, not COD, uh, Modern like Welfare Story Mode. They didn't show any gameplay. It was basically just an animated film trailer. Sip and his beard. All right, I'm just going to put this out That's there. That's a weird beard. Yeah. This is, is, have they just done that thing that they always do? And there's already a, a COD Modern Warfare game. Yep. So, do you know about this? Because I know about COD, because I played the, the first Modern Warfare, and it was awesome. Yeah. And like, there was, is that the guy from the first one? Yep. yep. Again, he was a great character. Yep. I thought he died. So basically what they're doing is they are remaking that original Modern Warfare. So that, that and that's the one where you die in the nuke. Yeah. Yeah, and that's right. Spoilers. No, it doesn't matter. Everyone's played it. So um, they're taking the best parts of that, which is obviously them using the character of Soap McTavish, um, and they are basically putting it into a 2019 setting. Yeah, yeah, right. Where, like, because obviously back when the first Modern Warfare happened, uh, the wars of the world were very different. Mm. And now it's very different. So they've changed it up to sort of represent that. Okay. So they've, yeah, they've jiggered it. Yeah. Yes, like, it's a rejig. Some of term. the, um, some of the, in this trailer, some of the shots, I couldn't tell if it was real. I thought it was real. Yeah. That there's some, face. Like, no, there's some shots that are mentally I, good. Like, I would say that they've, uh, acted this trailer out and almost rotoscoped it, like uh, with full body motion suits and everything. Oh yeah, it's like it's gonna. I'll play this. The first Modern Warfare I loved. It was such a good game. It was there's there's no bad about. Really, should be the bomb. There's no um no doubt about it that it was a solid cool game. Um, I just look at him there. Did you see him? Look at his face. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, well, you're so gonna play you're it. back, matey. I hope you uh, are looking forward to playing it on PlayStation Four because that's the only place you can play the storyline mode for the first year. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, People are up in arms at that. Bit of a, hand, I don't know bit why. Of a handshake to the past. What be said, it is. Yeah. Oh, look at him. Thank you very much. I All right. I don't play COD games because whatever. Okay, like cash on delivery. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I don't play fishing games. Uh, God. What are we doing? I've lost Watam. We're up to Watam. The creators of Katamari Damasi, which was an announced Watam, which was announced in 2015, and then nothing else was said about it until this state applies. Oh, yeah, it's out this year. So, so the, uh, you, my theory on this game? Yep. I think you have to populate a world through friendship yep. and being nice yep. to the point where you have enough people to stack them on top of each other to get to the next planet. That's just my theory. I don't know what it's about. I'm just judging. Look at this thing. It's, it's like it's so wholesome. It's like you accidentally ate the, the whole. You accidentally ate the whole sheet of acid, and you made a game. <laughs> like I have no idea what you're talking about. Look at rediscover. See, re, what was that? Rediscover worlds? No. Yeah, something like that. Like vomits. Like there, there was. Did you ever play his uh, the other game? It's like Nobby Nobby Boy. No, no, and I you were just a dog, voice. and you could stretch out, and the, the the object of it was to get as tangled in as many things as you could. <laughs> it made no sense. Uh, Katamari Damacy is a fantastic game, a classic game. This has got a very much the same feel, the same look, the same type of music. <laughs> it just exploded <laughs> for no reason, and then it goes all dark yeah. into this bit, like, and he's like, "Hi," and he's like, "Hi," and he pulls out this thing going, "Earth." 
It's weird. <laughs> I've been waiting for a long time. So is everyone for this game? Uh, so you're going to get this one, Dan? No. No? <laughs> nah. Really? You're, you you love to I'll wait till it's free on the Epic Store. Oh, way to support creators. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Like, I love Katamari Damacy. The music's amazing. It was great back in my childhood, but I don't think I'll play it again. Like, yeah. No. Okay. Uh, do we have I any footage? Sorry, copy in the chat just quickly with a little um, update on the COD exclusivity thing with PS4 mm. and everything. Yep. Um, it is apparently just a multiplayer mode uh, called Survivor. Oh, really? I thought it was the single player mode. I could be wrong on that. Mm. I thought it was the single player mode, but it may be that is that I just one. Assumed so it's, like wrong. A, it's, a, it's a certain game mode, but it's not like game mode. Game. Mario. And we've just had uh, had that backed up. So I Mary J says it as well. So do you know what I say? Back to the drawing board. Good thing I'm not a journalist. <laughs> uh, do we have any uh, footage of Arise? That we do. Okay, you wanted to leave this one in, Dan? Yeah, so this this is... um. I actually cut the start off accidentally. This is basically a game where you start as a Viking man and you're dead mm-hmm. and you're floating on the river. They're burning your body as they do. And I, from what I can tell, I haven't read anything about it. It looks like it's your ascension to heaven. Like you're walking from your place. You wake up in the snow and you have to walk to the mountain to get to your... Valhalla? No, where do they go, the Vikings? Uh, yeah, Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. So it's your, your ascension into... So you're on a journey. Yeah. So this, this, looks like, this looks like a beautiful stream game. One of those, you know, you can finish in one day kind of games. Yep. Like five one hours. One chill-out games. Yeah, so um, I'm excited about this one. I'll probably give this one a go. Sounds um, like God of War and Journey had a baby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Speaking of babies... Braden, you would have been a baby when Medieval first came out, wouldn't you? That is an accurate statement. You are correct. Uh, so there's a demo available. They showed some demo footage of the new Medieval remake. Lots of remakes coming. It's almost like nostalgia's worth money. Uh, you can play this demo, which is separate from the game, and claim an item called Dan's Helmet. Yeah, no, one's that... t- no one's touching Dan's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> we know. No one would want to. Lots what do you pus. mean? Um... Oh, <laughs> pass? Come on. Maybe what? You can use pass. Dan's helmet in the game. You can, you can. So if you're playing the demo, you can get up, you can grab Dan's helmet, probably only with one hand. It's quite small. Oh, it's an actual, it's a physical item you get. And yeah, it's a big physical item. And uh, oh, yeah. you can see it there on screen, Dan's helmet. It's uh, blue with a little, little bit of line down the middle. That's, that's, there's a hole, there's a slit in it as well. Yeah, there is, yeah. yeah. It's a little little helmet. So you get that, you take it with you into the I game. Think it's pretty big. And, no, it's smart. It's big enough to go over a man's face. No, he's not a man, though. <laughs> big enough to go on a man's head. Uh, it's, it's skeleton, though, and skeletons are classically very, very small. Small <sighs> helmet on Dan. Dan's helmet. Anyway, I like it when game companies do this. Uh, last one I can remember is Pokemon X and Y. They released a demo, and you could go into the demo and get items. You could get Ash's Greninja, which you could then port over to the game and use that really OP Pokemon to walk through a very, very simple and baby game. And baby game. After Party. Oh, this looks great. Yep. Can we... Can we... we well, there's no footage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. This looks amazing. Uh, from the makers of Oxenfree. Yeah, yeah. So this is basically a game where you uh, play a guy and a girl, and you've done something... As The guy did something, and you got them killed, yep. and they've gone to hell. Yep. And you're basically, the premise is that you find out a loophole of hell that if I think if you out-party Satan, you can get out of hell. 
And it's about you taking on all the party gods of hell. Oh, is that what it is? I thought it was so you you have have to, you're reliving parts no, of your life. No, yeah, oh, it may be, but you have to out-drink all the seven demons of the hell sages to out-party like Satan. Right. Break out of hell. You've got one chance. And it's all about... It doesn't look like it's got a very constructive message for uh, for proper drinking. Like, there's a lot of, like... Do you know the story look, behind it's the... it's time to out-party Satan. The developers <laughs> of this game? This is their very first game. Uh, they were a par- uh, pair of marketing guys, and they just got sick of the marketing world uh, the toxic- toxicity in it, so they went into game development because that's a happy, fun place for everyone. Uh, and they made this game, and this is their first game. It looks, it looks so hot. It looks hey. amazing. Uh, we've just had a comment in the chat saying, oh, so this will be banned in Australia then. Yeah, yes. yes. Totally. Oh, I don't know, though. If there's anything Australia's like doing, is drinking. and that- Yeah, but don't tell anyone about it. Here's Not Satan. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, and then on to the big granddaddy of them all. They showed us Last of Us 2 trailers, cutscenes, gameplay. This was before... Uh, oh, I didn't get any gameplay game- footage. I could have done that it's full screen. It's within it. Oh, within it. Game journalists yeah. actually got to play two levels of this as well. Uh, firstly, this game looks absolutely... Horrifying. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, and scary as hell. Scary, oh, yeah. Especially scary. for you, Braden. Uh, but this game looks brilliant. Uh, Ellie looks fantastic. She's 19 years old. I think it's five years have passed since the last, uh, last of us. Yes. Um, and the trailer had us, oh, God. Well, I don't know. What, what could you get from the trailer, Dan? The story. Trailer? Um, so first up, it, it, it went to the snow thing and I was like, here we go. Just like fog. Yeah. Fog going through trudging red dead redemption too. And I was like, yeah, cool. You're going to go to a thing. You're going to take people out. By the end of this trailer, I was so invested in it. Yep. I was like, Actually feeling like slight teary emotions of how full on this trailer got by the end. I was like, yeah, this is this is sick. Like, yeah. this is like, you know, the bit this bit here, which you can't hear and it's great, it mm. was so horrifying. Why do you think what what do you think is happening there? I think they're murdering her girlfriend. Yeah, I think that's what they want us to believe. I yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then that shot of a young girl all beaten and bruised and stuff, and yeah, this great. stuff happening, and it just keeps amping up, and it looks great. And you just look at her tats and stuff now. Mm. She's this gone. This looks gorgeous. Like everything about this was like, I was like, oh no. I haven't been, like, I haven't got chilly willies from a game in a while. Yeah. Uh, I watched this again just before the show, and I also watched the documentary that they put out, the um, b- yes, Behind the Demo. Behind the that was really, really good. Uh, again, they, they, the way that they're speaking, they're trying to make it uh, seem like uh, Ellie is out for revenge, that her girlfriend got murdered, and that she's out to take out all these guys. I they, mean, they actually say that in the trailer, though. She goes, I'm going to... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, look at these bits that are all happening here, like, at the end. Well, this like, reveal, this reveal, hot damn. I didn't think it was much of a reveal, so... I liked the scenario of that they're in, though. Do you yeah. know why this wasn't much of a reveal to me? Because I thought the first guy that was in it was him. <laughs> <laughs> like, that you know what? I, I've got a theory. Joel isn't actually there. I reckon Joel died. And this is her psychosis with the amount of stress this the is stressful her, situation. This is her John Wayne, like in Preacher, to just yeah. be a Batman Arkham Knight Joker. Yep, yep. I don't think that Joel's actually there. I think Is that what happens in Arkham Knight? Damn, I was just about to play that. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because at the end of City... Thank you for the host, Artie. Did you play City? No. Okay, well, at the, the end of City, spoilers for City... What are you doing, Ben? Oh, I'm just waiting till I can talk. Go for it. Joker dies... And then in Arkham Knight, he appears in Batman Psychosis, just joining him along for the adventure. What do you want to say, Ben? You're back? I don't know. Can I, can I talk without being cut off? No. 
All right, we'll go to the next next story. <laughs> next story. Uh, trouble. No, 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 no. What did you think of the the whole the whole whole thing? The whole thing. The whole thing. Is whole right? I think they, they, these. Um, what are they like? What is Nintendo Direct state of plays? I think they do them too often. What? <laughs> Don't they do them too often? You think? No, not at all. And they do them like three or four a year. Yeah, they're great, and they're sixteen-minute things as opposed to waiting all year for an E3 show where they have to spend thousands. Like I said, I hadn't really thought about my comment. <laughs> well, we come to expect that from you, Dad. Well, fair enough. Uh, no, overall, I thought that it was besides the Last of Us stuff. It was all pretty meh. Like we had some really announcements awesome. for VR games. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about the VR one. Yeah, it, there was nothing big, nothing really meaty apart from Last of Us. Everyone wanted to see Last of Us. Um, you could have, I reckon, made just a 10-minute uh, state of play just focusing on Last of Us and had the reveal of all the packs and the special editions and talked a little yeah. bit about them. Um, either way, Last of Us is going to be, you know, pretty damn good. And I'm going to say that it's going to be hard to top for Game of the Year um, so far. <laughs> 2020 Game of the Year. <laughs> Calling it now. Dude. Actually, I am calling it now. I don't know if a number two can be game of the year. Yeah, it can. It can. Of course it can. It's making one of my outlandish statements. <laughs> Didn't Portal 2 win? Did it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a good game. Yeah. All right. Uh, so PlayStation have come out with all that really cool stuff. You know, some two, meh stuff. Two some cool weird. trailers. A lot of filler. It's a uh, floppy fed. With Christmas just around the corner, Xbox <laughs> is also releasing something. This. Oh, Yeah. So PlayStation and Nintendo have come out with their own state of players and really cool games that we can't <laughs> wait to talk about. And good old Xbox are just releasing that. <laughs> I love that it's called the ugly Christmas sweater. I'm like, yeah, you didn't have to put ugly in there. It's obvious. No, that's the whole name now. That's the whole gimmick. Oh, ugly sweaters. Yeah, there. yeah. I've got one. I've yeah, got a Street Fighter one. And so, it's uh, knitted. Can't wait for that to... Next gen battle. Really yeah. though, Xbox are just treading water <laughs> until 2020 and they can release the Scarlet. Uh, on to some different news now uh, and corruption in the world of Australian esports. Uh, there's oh, been an yeah. investigation into corruption after a Counter Strike Global Offensive Championship esport on February 27 uh, had allegations of match fixing. So this was always going to happen. Yep. When there's this much money involved in any sport, yep. there's going to be shonky dudes. Like, well, like, esports now are worth a total of $1 billion US. Only a billion, eh? Well, it's all a very young and up-and-coming uh, game thing. What's, that, what's the word I'm looking for? Area. Yeah. Thing. Doing but that with my hands. Sounds like this. Anyway, uh, so it happened during the ESEA Mountain Dew League. <laughs> I just love the fact that an eSport thing's by Mountain Dew. Uh, so it's going to happen. It happens everywhere where there is money. It happens every time someone wants something. Uh, people will try to get stuff mm. happening. There's someone in the chat said, if you get the Nintendo sweater, he'll trade you for some Nintendo goodies. The Xbox sweater. The Xbox sweater? Yeah, the Xbox sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, I probably got all the Nintendo goodings. Yeah, it's true, true. Hello, Norsey. Thanks for coming in, buddy. And one last thing that did also launch on the 20th of September was the Apple Arcade launch. Uh, so we're going to talk about more of this next show, purely because I haven't had time to delve in and grab it. But I love you it. You have, haven't you, Dad? Oh, man. It's, um, it's good. 
it's not like game changing. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might be now that I think about it. Um, they're still the games still have have a bit of a feel as phone games, though. If you know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like there's some quality games in there. There's a one called Cricket Through the Ages, which is amazing. Yep. <laughs> we so, will be showing that. Yeah. Well, next uh, next show, I want to try and because uh, there's 50 games out now, and I think there's no, going to be 75. Hun- oh, 75 has gone up to now. They're going to have over a hundred by the end of the month. Yeah, so for people who don't know what it is, quickly explain it. Yep. It's basically you go onto your Apple account, you join up to Arcade, you pay $7 a month, $7 Australian. You may have to update to iOS 13. OS 13. So everything has to be on OS 13. And then you just go in and all the games are free. And and every month they said they're going to put new free games in there. So there's 75 up there at the moment. There's 75 games. And they're all good. Like kind of like, oh, and they're all kind of like ripoffs of other games as well. So you've got like you know games that are like, yeah, games that are like Zelda, games that are like X-Com. all these other games, XCOM and stuff like that. But you've also got some really original games in there, and a lot of them, a big percentage of them, are only on Apple Arcade. That's the only place you're going to be able to play them. And so it's like this Netflix of games. So you just go in there and you're just like, you're looking through it, and then you suddenly realize, hang on. I can have all these, and it's really overwhelming. <laughs> I, I got scared. So there is a free month trial for you to try out those games. And then it costs uh, four ninety nine US a month, so yeah. it works out to about eight dollars a month. Yeah, seven ninety nine. Yeah, uh, and for seven ninety nine, if you divide seven ninety nine, it's like eight cents a game, mm. and that's yeah. just the start. And you can also play across devices. So you can play it on your uh, iPhone, put it down, pick up your iPad, play it on there, put it down, go to your Apple TV, get your PlayStation 4 remote, hook it up to your Apple yeah. TV and play it through yeah, so the PlayStation Yeah, so you can remote. just hook your PlayStation 4, your Xbox controller straight wirelessly into it, picks it straight up. And, all, really, and they're all set up for those controllers. Really juggling as to whether I get an Apple TV for this or not. I'm, I'm uh, See, I run everything through my PlayStation 4, so I don't really think I need an Apple TV, but... I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet, but we'll have more on that next show, as well as the games you need to play. Okay, it's can time I, for the next segment. Can I, can I, can I jump in? No. Yeah, oh, right. What? Well, Star Wars. Oh, where's, where's my, that's not my show run. Isn't it? Yes, it is. I jumped over it. <laughs> hey, Star Wars is here, and they're back with a brand new war. <laughs> Star. Uh, there's a lady Darth Vader, and she has a red lightsaber. A lady Kylo. And a, uh, a couple yeah. of a couple of weird looking alien guys, and a lady with really big eyes, and uh, yeah, you, and you an play apprehensive as a Jedi. Jedi. Yep, um, this looks great. This looks like it's going to be a kind of a uh, from what it looks like to me, it kind of looks like a God of War Star Wars game. I'm I'm really on board for a single player Star Wars game again. If there's yep. anything they've done, they've worked done with the Star Wars video game world, if they have made the worlds look amazing in games, that as bad as that, you know. Battlefront was mm. the worlds looked sick. I really yeah. like the ideas, like you saw just before uh, Katan walking through with his lightsaber almost as a torch. Like he held up his lightsaber and it illuminated the area, and he was walking through these uh, these catacombs, try- illuminating his way with his lightsaber. That's cool. Yeah, those stuff are like, like that. Those small yeah. in world moments are so nice. I love that Floppy hates Apple, and he's just. <laughs> ragged <laughs> how's this rancor bat thing yeah half Ran- bat half but look owl. at that that looks very kind of like god of war vibe you know you're running around there's an enemy and then look at this guy this is what I found weird because usually the empire only have humans in them I was just about to say that the emperor's a horrible racist which is the whole storyline behind behind Thrawn and why he was but so this revered is, mm. but this is so far past that so they're, they're, I mean Grievous wasn't 
Gravis wasn't human. What was Gravis? No, he was. He we're was talk, an android. We're talking about some Sith. Oh, was boys. he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're the right. Sith. The Sith boys when they've got the um the the I believe they're called the Black Order or something. Yeah, the Siths weren't humans. Yeah. Um, a bunch of them in like rebels and stuff like that. That some aren't human, so they're playing around with that. Yep. Just good. Yeah. I'm I don't know. For it. I like a horrible racist emperor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might as well. You might. They're they're space Nazis. They are. So yeah, you have to you ha- you have to innovate the thing. Make your enemies worth killing. <laughs> President Palpatine. Yeah, President, President Palpatine. Palpatine. All right, now let's go on to the most important segment that you'll ever hear of. Way too long. No, it doesn't, because <laughs> it's got singing in it. It's amazing. <laughs> Time for Kojima Watch, where we here at Hack the Dino's Critical Path give you all the information of what our Lord and Savior Hideo Kojima has been up to. He's been a busy boy this fortnight. Firstly, 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 Death Stranding's gone gold. Hell yeah! So it's done. It's done. It's finished. It's ready to go. It's ready to roll out into your hand so you can put it in and play what the is, thing. What does going gold mean? It means the, As in uh, they burnt it to a disc and they wrote on text that Death Stranding. Is it because it's like an old, one of those old gold DVDs that you can burn? Yeah. (laughs) I thought it really is. Uh, It only happened uh, earlier today, so I don't have the picture of it. But there is a picture on Twitter of Kojima holding up the CD. And it is an old CD with it just written on there. Strongest Warlord. Thanks for the follow, buddy. Um, Now. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wait, what's wrong? (laughs) Hideo Kojima answered the question of many people during the week. Who have been asking, what exactly is a Hideo Kojima game? <laughs> I think you say, what exactly is a Hideo Kojima? <laughs> <laughs> and this is what Kojima had to say. A Hideo Kojima game means the declaration of me doing concept, produce, original story, script, setting, game design, casting, dealing, dealing. directing, <laughs> difficulty adjustments, promoting, visual design, editing, supervising the merch. How good supervising the merch? And you know you're going to go to a, a Kojima-like con thing and he'll be there in the t-shirt stand selling the t-shirts to you? Oh, you want a Kojima? Here you go, mate. It just brought back a lot of flashbacks to me at uni during a group project. It's, <laughs> it just got me back to any project that I work on, especially this one. Um, so Kojima does every... Oh, you found it. Good job, Brayden. There it is. There's yeah. Death Stranding. He's drawn a little hand. Um, so, yeah, Kojima does absolutely everything from the coding, from the graphics, from everything. It belongs oh, to him. Good that look- man there. That's, that's how good he is. He's so good looking. He's such an awesome person. Except I think he's lost it. <laughs> what? For, for Death Stranding. It's what? Not, it's not going to be good. Well... <laughs> if you didn't think he lost it before, just wait until you kept cop an eyeful of this P-Mote. Brayden. Here we go. What's a P-Mote? There's been an official announcement for a Death Stranding PlayStation 4 Pro console. You can see it here coming up right now. In the ad. There it is. The it's creating it's it the from the ether of... That's the controller, and it's supposed to be the BB. Oh, there's a baby in it. No, oh, it's oh. not. It's just a gimmick. I would have been down for that. So considering what you do to save in this game, i.e. take a leak, <laughs> that is a pea-coloured remote. Look at it. No, that's the amb- amb- ambiotic fluid. No, that's, that's we. That's normal. That actually is. P. I saw ambiotic fluid get injected out of my wife recently, and that is the actual colour of the stuff that Norman the baby's Norman Did y'all watch the um the two 40-minute things about um y'all. Kojima talking about Death Stranding? Y'all did watch that. I didn't watch it. blood, and poo are so involved in this game. Yep. 
So, uh, Mary J said he lost it at Metal Gear Solid 3. I've got to kind of admit that, but I still love him. <laughs> uh, look, I because he did think, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. Doesn't I matter what he does. I think Death Stranding is going to be a bit of a car crash. <laughs> I, I think he's gone too far. As I said, it'll sell astronomically well. Whether it's a good game or anyone understands what it is, that remains to be seen. We will get another game out of it. Um, he's developed a new genre. So <laughs> this man is... People are trying to develop genres. Pee and walk. Pee and walk. It's a pee and walk. It's a pee and walk. Pork. With Norman Peters. Pork. Dan, thank some people. I will. I'm going to thank the Patreons, but not in this screen. We're not... Yeah. So, um, we've got a Patreon for anyone who wants to, like, you know, support us a bit more heavily. You may have noticed uh, the Patreon's been a little quiet recently. That's because we've all had a lot on. Uh, I had Dan, a baby. Yeah, Dan had a baby by himself. Like, Kojima. He baby. produced it. <laughs> he directed it. He's in charge of the merchandise. I held it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, we've all had very, very busy. Uh, Braden's uh, been busy with his uni studies because he has a career ahead of him that's bright and colourful, unlike us. And uh, I, I've got a business and, and training that we, yeah, we've we been busy. Um, but we just had a talk just before. We are bringing Dino Moore back for the Patreons. Uh, it'll be a half an hour show once a month where we just talk nonsense. So if you want to grab an eyeful of that, uh, it's going to be out in podcasts, it's going to be out in VOD. You can join us over on patreon.com backslash hack the dino. And we're just going to thank our Patreons now. So thank you to Freak Child, to Henry, to Luke, uh, to Sam, to Todd, to Tommaso, to Ash, to Karen, and to Ashraf. Thank you so much, you guys, for supporting us over on Patreon. We really, really support it. Supporting us with money, that is. Yes. Money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Money. None of this positive form. Money to crap. make stuff. None of these people in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and zero. Colin Bart, what does he say? The promotion of Death Stranding is the game. Kojima <laughs> <laughs> has been playing us for years. It's amazing. That's right. We are in Hideo Kojima's game. This we is Death Stranding. The game of life. All right, tots. Pokemon! You love that. I'm going to do it every time. Okay, top of the show, 10 games that need a remake. Now, we've had a lot of successful remakes in the uh, past couple of years with Link's Awakening, the most recent. Uh, DuckTales Remastered, which was an absolute pleasure and a joy. Resident <laughs> Evil 2, which will most likely be Game of the Year this year. Shadow of the Colossus, which was a beautiful remake, amongst many, many others, being very, very... Uh, Half-Life. Black Mesa, that's, a, that's not official. Uh, Still good. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, was Resident Evil 2 this year? Yeah, it started this year. Oh, God! Yeah. Uh, yonks ago. So, it shows that they're not just cash grabs, that pe that game companies are, uh, well, they're cashing in on nostalgia, but they're also wanting to re-up the, uh, the gaming experiences of the past, successfully. So, Dan and I have got top 10, or 10 games, that we think should be remade, and Dan's going to kick it off. Yeah, so first up, I think they should remake Parasite Eve. Does everyone remember Parasite Eve? No. You don't? No. Let me tell you about it. Okay. So it was originally, I think it was supposed to be a, a Resident Evil game mm -hmm. on the PlayStation 1, and then it didn't, for some reason, it didn't get done, and they bought it out. Um, this game is, it's got the, the grotesqueness of Resident Evil with, like, mutating rats and stuff. It's got, um, it's an RPG it has everything. It has like the full like the menu styles of a Resident Evil game because it was was going to be a Resident Evil game, um, 
it's just a great game. They did Resident Evil um, Parasite Eve 2, um, wasn't quite as good. But this game is like solid. You know, this is one of the PlayStation 1 most solidest titles. And I'm really surprised that they didn't do another one. Like, And so this game, if you remade this game, it would be mental. Give it an RE2 makeover. It'll, so that's how you'd want to see it? You'd, uh, third person yeah. over the shoulder? Well, the thing is, like, it's... Even though it was supposed to be a Final Fantasy game, it's all in real time, as kind of you can see. And Final so Fantasy it had, like a, it had like a Fallout that I mean, um, to it. Uh, Resident Evil, so, yeah. Uh, yeah Confuse me then. But like, it, <laughs> it kind of plays... It, it, uh, yeah, it's a RPG. Um, it doesn't play like, you know, the turn-based RPG. So yeah. it was like, you know, you're moving around and stuff. Actually, that's what I found. You're moving yeah. around and you're... Uh, Aiming and then deciding how many bullets you want to put in there. Yeah, it's very um, it's very Fallout when you had the VAT system and like yeah, like slow down time and stuff. So you can yeah do stuff like that. So it starts off with like the best thing is the opening is amazing. The opening is I don't have it in this video, but you you, you go to the opera mm -hmm. and you're with your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He's a drink of water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're watching the opera and the opera lady's singing, and suddenly everyone on the stage that's not the opera lady bursts into flames, and then people in the audience start bursting into flames. But she just keeps singing. Sounds hot. Through the whole lot. And then um, you end up, you've got like, you are Eve. You know your name's not Eve. You, and it awakens in you this power. So you get this power. And as you go through the game. The power goes, of the Eve. But it. I get quite beautiful, sleepy. Yeah. Have beautiful game. Definitely needs to be re remade. Bit of a snooze. Definitely. Okay. Hello, Salamander. Thank you for joining the stream. My first game that I want to see a remake of. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> and here we have the classic scene where Conquer battles against a giant poo who sings the opera while throwing toilet rolls at you. No, you have to throw toilet the rolls into The first two games have opera themes. Yeah, well, oh, aren't we cultured <laughs> with our singing poo? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this game's really, really cool. So when Conquer was first announced, and he because Conquer's first appearance was in Diddy Kong Racing, and he was this wholesome character... Oh, and then he came that. out on a Game Boy version, um, not Conker's Bad Fur Day, it was another Conker's game, and it was basically just another 3D platformer. Uh, it wasn't that interesting. Then this came out, which is why it didn't have a lot of sales, which is why it's so sought after now, because people didn't realise that it was this really... Adult game. Adult, crude, um, like they do a Saving Private Ryan uh, yeah, yeah. playoff, where like, Teddies, uh, Teddies, throw, throw dunny rolls at him. The enemies are called Teddies, spelled T-E-D-I-Z. Uh, at war. This game was great. It was great. It was See funny. It. it had full of um, uh, callbacks to pop culture. Like the very last boss, you're up against an alien, a giant xenomorph, <laughs> uh, and you get in a giant yellow crane thing and you have to get it and throw it out. The best part I remember is uh, in this final boss when you're fighting it, if you don't know what to do, constantly there's a, a warning message going over the loudspeaker going, warning, 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 warning. And then if you don't get if you don't do it in an, uh, enough time, the uh, warning voice changes to grab the alien and throw it out the window. Yeah, like just telling you what to do. It may or may not swear. I, I, can't, I can't remember. But there is swearing in this game as well. Yeah, that'd yes. be a good, this would be a good one. Give it, the, give it the medieval treatment. Absolutely. So I'm really, really hoping that we do see a Conker's Bad Fed. And like, you know, Xbox and uh, Nintendo are playing nice now, so we might actually see it. Mm. Conker for Smash. You heard it here first. Dan. Um, my next one, um, Silent Hill. Silent Hill needs, number one, needs a complete remake. Um, was that what Silent Hills was going to be? We don't know. We can... <laughs> what? what is 
going on there? That, you're in the you're in the Whoa, school. That's not Dan's helmet. Yeah, they're kids as well. Oh. <laughs> um, Silent Hill needs a complete remake. Um, you can see here it would work so well as a really nice remade Resident Evil Two thing. There are there are a lot of petitions online that people have been wanting this game remade for a long, long time. And the first one, like none of this, you know, second or third or ooh, another kid. Um, this game really hit some scary notes. Yep. Um, such weird, weird, beautiful stuff. A new generation of people need to play this game. And I think that's the main reason that we need these games remade is because we played these games when we were younger. Uh, he's got a shiv. Uh, we played these games when we were younger and had such a great time with them. And I think it's only natural that we just want to, um, you know, pass it on, let people experience those types of things. Sure, they could make new games, but, you know, go for the cash. Oh, Mary J said, oh, mine just going to be Resident Evil remakes. <laughs> no, uh, no, Mary J, you wait till my number one. Oh, yeah, your number one's good. Okay, my next one, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader. Uh, this yeah. was on the GameCube. This was a fantastic Star Wars game. Uh, so the first level sees you flying, obviously, across the Death Star and blowing up TIE fighters and going in the trench and shooting down towers. Uh, the one There was a bonus level that I played time and time again where you were Luke shooting the TIE fighters in episode one. Oh, yeah. Don't get cocky, kid. And I played that music and it felt awesome. I was a massive Star Wars fan at the time. These games, these missions were fantastic. I used to be... like I craved it this was when um all the canon was uh all the books and the novels so this was canon at one time and you flew down and did missions and bombed uh imperial uh destinations you played as wedge antilles wedge yeah. good such old a good wedge name. i love wedge oh man this is such a great game and i just need to see it again it needs to be back it uh they tried to sort of recapture it oh remake in, it with vr I, I agree with you there link uh remake it in vr absolutely uh, you can play something similar on Battlefront 1, I think, in uh, PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, there was a VR experience they did, and oh my god, I loved it. It was so good, eh? Yeah. Uh, it was like, you're, you're just sitting there, you're, you're sitting in the TIE Fighter, and mm. you're looking around, and you're like... Expert. That's it, yes, what I mean. Yeah. Um, so good. This guy. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know my I don't know my stars from my warts. <laughs> Alright, what's your next pick, Dan? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Siphon Filter. A lot of mine are PlayStation 1, um, I realise, but it, uh, near the end of it. So, Siphon Filter. You guys remember Siphon Filter? No. So, Siphon Filter was on the PlayStation 1. It's a very crisp version of it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, someone's running this one on an emulator. No, they're not. Um, this, so, this this was just a really solid, fun game. You, and you couldn't see your bullets. Right. I know that doesn't seem like anything now. Mm. Well, we are all games. But, like, back then, you always saw, you're like, pew, pew, coming out. But this is a game where you're like... You can see he's, like, shoot, he's got a shotgun. Yeah, you couldn't see that. Right. So this is like a Bondy kind of game, but you're like a special agent guy. You've got all these cool things you can do. You can taser people. And it, 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 it said Bondy. I thought you said bondage. No, no, Bond. What? Bond-esque. <laughs> um, it was just a really sol solid, like, thinky game where you could do stuff all different ways. And I love a good thinky game. Thinky game. It was just a really great game, and I'm just—they made a whole bunch of sequels, like heaps of sequels, but they just really need to remake this first one. So, what is the siphon filter? Because those two words together don't make any sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like just think... a funnel that you got stuck in someone's uh, EK folder? Yeah, he's just trying to spit, he's trying to siphon petrol out. Yep, that's it. That's on a Saturday game. night. Yep. Go to Maccas. That's all right. Um, yeah, I just, really used to love this game. I like your running style, like what you look like. like mm-hmm. For a PlayStation... It's got a lot of quick movement to it for a PlayStation. And like, he's got... He's got He's got, he leans like really well, like with his like. I mean, some of it looks a bit whack, but like, <laughs> what's he doing here? Arm and missiles, doing things like your missions were like you're plonked down, this game to and me. it was you're plonked down. It was kind of like go do the mission, like go do this, and you had to kind of work out how to do it. You'd play the mission over and again. You're like, I'll do this, I'll do that, and like it was just good. Like, did you get a bit lost because there was no training montage? Nah, no training area. No, no, okay. There was a training area. Okay, what do you mean? My turn. Uh, a game that not many people played but uh, really, really deserves to be is Blast Core. I've spoken about this before on the show. It's about a nuclear weapon on the back of a truck is going in a straight line and you have to save the world by going in various vehicles and bulldozing houses and everything out of the way. <laughs> uh, this was made by Rare. Uh, yeah, it was made by Rare. It's a really, really cool it's game. It's a pretty fun game. So I can't get like the, the drifting in it. Oh, the drifting was the worst. So it had vehicles. They had a vehicle where you yeah, shot out the sides. Uh, they had a giant robot that did uh, rolled around and then did uh, dragon uppercuts to blow up uh, places. That's the nuclear war truck, truck. there. Just a lady comes on screen for no reason. Um, and uh, then after you finish the main game, post-game, you go to the moon, and then you go to Mars, and then you go to Uranus, and you do uh, different planets with different varying amounts of gravity. Uh, and uh, one of my former friends actually platinumed this game. <laughs> platinumed. <laughs> platinumed it. I, I still think he's one of the only ones in the world to do so. I think you even go to the sun, maybe. Ooh, Norsey said Ocarina of Time for Switch. Of the remake. Yeah, that's, a, that's a give me, though. What? Yeah, done in a Breath of the Wild style. Style? Wild style. Well, Remember that game? Is. I mean, movie? It basically is uh, Breath of the Wild. That's just refined. Yeah, you're right. All right, your turn. What have I got? What's next? Apocalypse PS1. Does anyone remember this game? Isn't he the first mutant? No. This is a game where you... It's like a... a it's like a, a shootery one. Heaps of explosions. Heaps of all things. Best thing is, it was voiced... The character's voiced by Bruce Willis. Yeah, right. So, full Bruce Willis as part of the game. He's like, come on, guys. Come and get me. And it's pretty we can't have the audio. But um, it was just a really good, solid... Yep, Bruce Willis. Someone said. Um... Real good, solid. What are these games kind of called? Not rail, like a corridor sh- like shooter. This is the start. Lots of explosions, lots of aliens. It felt like um twenty percent health. <laughs> that was great. It, it felt for the podcast listeners. He grabbed some health and it just came up entirely of the screen as a twenty percent health particle beam. It was it was very ala uh, um checkpoint fifth element kind right. of thing when the fifth element came out. And it was smooth. It had real motion videos you can see in it here for the PlayStation 1. That was kind of a big deal. Um, gore, shoot things, heads off. And it goes from like, um, it had all different views. So you can go from sideways scrolling to 3D to all these different things. It was just a good, solid game. The controls were good. Oh, that He says it's a shooty McShooty, Floppy said. Yeah, what about, what about the comment just above that? <laughs> that game was woeful. What are you doing, Dan? <laughs> Shut up, Mary Jane. <laughs> oh man, I liked, I liked it. Oh, it well, was, it was a trust between this one and one. Do you you're remember allowed one? to have guilty pleasures because the next one's my guilty pleasure. Hundred percent health. <laughs> uh, next game, Brayden, for no, me. 
Oh, these games were so good. Oh, man, I love these games. I am, of course, talking about WWE No Mercy. Ooh, I don't know if you ever played any of these games, Dan, but they I were do. so good. I don't do wrestling. I do like the crowd, though. <laughs> the like a Mortal Kombat crowd. Um, so these games, it was button combinations. Like, you lock up by holding a button, and then by pressing sideways and another button, you might grab them into an arm bar, and then you might put them in a headlock and flip them over and do a suplex. But you could create your own wrestler as well. At the time these games came out, I used to make videos of our own backyard wrestling federation with my friends. King Kaiju was involved. He was called the Garbo. <laughs> we used to make our own wrestling videos like stupid teenagers do. Um, I once had a fluoro tube smashed across my back. Nice. Yeah, that has stung. Anyway, uh, these games were so much fun and such a really simple but involved storyline. After No Mercy, they went around to... Um, he's getting some Dan's helmet there. Uh, they went to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting Dan's helmet. Look at him. He's getting... He's getting Dan, Dan Starfish. <laughs> um, so yeah, you could create your own character. It had a really simple storyline. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. After this, I went to a different kind of formula for um, PlayStation and the SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain and all those yeah. types of things. I just wanted to come back and remake these because they were fun, even if they're junky graphics like this. It's floppy time out. Next one will be Die Hard Trilogy on PS1 for Dan. I was thinking about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it. Carlin says that he liked one better than Apocalypse. You know what, Carlin? I reckon it's I did as well and I got them confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number one, Dan? My number one, I want to see a remake with amazing graphics, the whole treatment of Maniac Mansion, the original Maniac yep. Mansion. This game was so clever. Has anyone played it in the chat? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm Brayden, do you even know this game? Um, I, I think you guys talked about it once in a video a while ago. Oh, we did a crap game review of it. There we go. Yeah. It's such a good game. You can play at. So there's all these characters you can choose from. You can get and you get to choose three of them. And they are so stereotypical. It's hilarious. Yeah, there's like a Poindexter, a surfer, a jock, a lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lady. Um, and there was like, and each one of them could do different things. So just depending on firstly who you chose, it changed the whole way you had to play the game yep. and it was all about like getting your characters you know I'm going to put this guy here and this guy in this room and then go down with this character press this button so that character can then do this which will make this guy walk out of this door you know and it was just this amazing game though as a kid like and it was so much exploration and the fact that was like there were psychopaths in this game and crazy it's like the it's like um Resident Evil Bioshock of like 1992. <laughs> you know, you've got these like horrible family in this house that you're just like always trying to get around and stuff. And then one of you might get caught and put in the dungeon. You have to work out how to get the other one out of the dungeons and doors a lot. It was such a good game. And they could remake this game. It would be so good. Like, ooh, oof. You want it as like a hard R? Yeah, man. I want it like, I want it borderlining X. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Um, someone said, um, Reza shoot Larry. Yeah, I, no, I don't want that. Don't no, want that. no one wants that in the history of anything. Reza shoot Larry in 2019 is just a man getting yelled at. Hey, VD. How you going, buddy? Thanks for joining the stream. All right. Uh, well, before we go into that, uh, Link, Carlin, Button, the comment said, Nia oh, needs a remake badly. Original had a small budget, which led to a rubbish gameplay, but amazing story. Now it can have Square Enix's budget pushing a Platinum Games product. Guaranteed moneymaker. Oh, yeah. I agree with you there, Link. 
I bet uh, Nero Damari is in my top three games of all time. Mm, and it's still great. Speaking of top three games of all time, my number one is indeed one of those games. Now, we've mentioned it quite a little bit on this show. Snake. <laughs> it's Snake for the Nokia 5110. No. no. <laughs> Although, that, uh, Chrono Trigger. The best RPG of all time. I'm a story-driven guy. I love story. I love characters. These three on screen now. Chrono, Kairu, and Marl are some of the most sweetest, most uh, cherished characters of my teenage years. I bonded with these guys so hard. Uh, the storyline is amazing. Uh, I love time travel uh, storylines, and they did this brilliantly. Um, now, they have technically redone this, not remade it, but redone it for the DS and for the PlayStation. They introduced anime cutscenes from Akira Toriyama, who we all know from Dragon Ball. Uh, then a bunch of fans uh, got together and started doing Chrono Resurrection a few years back, maybe even 10 or so years ago. And we can see it on screen here. It's a fully uh, 3D rendered uh, Chrono Trigger game. We can see Chrono walking around his house. It's... Uh, Is that all they did? No, no, they did uh, <laughs> Battle with Magus as well. No, I mean, this is all they made of it. He's no, no, they, they did a couple. Um, what, the whole game? Most of it. It got put a cease and desist put on it by uh, Square Enix. Deceased. Whatever. Cease and die. Cease and die. Stop it game. and die. Uh, but yeah, I want to see something like this. I really need to see something like this. Uh, it. Oh, please. I, I'm lost for words. Just give me what I want. I'm on the internet. <laughs> give me what I want. I'm on the internet. <laughs> anyway. More Chrono Trigger, please. It'd be amazing. There's a little fox boy. Aww. Okay, Brayden, time for viewer questions. And if you've got a question in the comments and you're listening to us live, be sure to type it down below and we'll see if we can get to it. It seems like there's a lot of there's a lot of chat tonight. I reckon there's going to be a fair lot of questions. Okay, well, while we're waiting for the chat to come up with some questions, I've got a couple here from emails. We got I'm going through the email backlog. So if you've got a question you want to email to us, you can do so <laughs> at hackthedino at hotmail.com uh, or get us through Instagram, which is where I usually Carry a pigeon or geocities. <laughs> I really want a GeoCity site. I'm going to make it Hack the Dino GeoCities and it's Floppy, just going to be GIFs. Floppy, Floppy's still going on about games that need to be remade. He wants Wing Commander 3. <laughs> that game's awful. Mark <laughs> Hamill's bad in it. Is that the Mark Hamill one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matty Pryor asked, who is the dream guest you would want on the show? Dan? Me? Yeah. No, you. Me? Okay. Uh, I No secret. Greg Miller and or Brian Altano. The Up at Noon boys, there they are from many years ago. Greg has a beard now. Brian has less chins. Um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> very accurate. They are, uh, well, they're two of the, the two of the influencers of this show. Yeah. It's part of the reason why, why Dan, Braden and I all came together and made this show because we really admire what they do. We really admire what they bring to the world of gaming and, you know, we, we just want to be them. Basically. Any good video game movie that you Brian, uh, I was going to say Brian's stripping off. Brayden is stripping off. He's showing his Beyond t-shirt, which is where Greg Miller first came from. Greg oh. Miller's the guy who pretty much started the podcasts, uh, video game podcast over at IGN. Oh, yeah? He also did Up at Noon originally with um, Brian as well. And Brian's a, just a wonderful person. He's a big Nintendo Got a man. couple of quick ones to get his answer in the chat. Yep. Um, any good video game movie you want? What would it be? be? Um, video game. Guys, remember, Sonic's on its way. Sonic. Now, I want an Alex Kid Miracle World game. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could quite easily. Uh, I want a Chrono Trigger <laughs> movie. I want an Apocalypse one. <laughs> <laughs> Not 
um, what is a good game for Android only offline? I have no idea. I've got an Apple phone. Um, fetch. So what you do is you get your phone and you throw it really, really far away, and hopefully it doesn't come back. <laughs> no, good um, game. Give it a go. And we don't know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dan, who my, you my, want? My, my ones. Bring mine up. Brady. Yeah, all right, cool, cool. They are coming up. So mine are the people I want have got nothing to do with video games. I want Kevin Smith and or Jason Lee. Jason Lee, number one, I've always, I love his films, I love his acting, but I used He's to He's hanging follow- up on your wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to follow him as being a skateboarder. He Before I knew he was an actor, he was a skateboarder to me. Uh, he was a skateboarder that I really loved. He was one of my favorite skateboarders when he was in... um. Uh, like the video days video and all stuff like that. So I, I, I was obsessed with this dude. I dressed like him for years. I wanted to be him and I, I would still love to meet him. And then Kevin Smith, um, the guy ma- has made like so many films that I still love. He's a nice, he seems like a friendly dude. Like he's always on podcasts and stuff. He'd be a great guest. Guest? He'd be a great yes. guest for a podcast. He'd talk and talk and talk and you'd say nothing. He'd just... Yeah. He's You're the like, best kind of guest. Yeah, just, just, all right, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. Yeah, and I was reckon they have great stories, and I would just... Imagine if I had both of them here right now, I would just pretty much... Just, You'd pass out. I would have hyperventilate, and mm-hmm. my uh, dad's helmet would come out. <laughs> another question from Norsey. Have you talked about Mario Kart Tour? No, uh, because <laughs> there's not really a lot to talk about at the moment, besides you can't unlock Mario or 200cc unless you pay... The monthly subscription fee of about $8, I think. We haven't talked about it before. We have, but it's been released now. Oh. Uh, the steering takes a lot to get used to. It's really awkward. Uh, I don't really like it a lot. Yeah, my girlfriend's been playing it a little bit. Yeah. And it seems very strange. Yeah, it's weird. It's 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 Mario Kart, but it's not Mario yeah. Kart. It, oh. it just it just doesn't have that feeling. I, I'm not a fan. Maybe more about it next show after I've played it a little bit more. Uh, so, Adrian Rigter? Ryder? Ryger? Oh, whatever. Uh, Rigter. What's a better animal, a goat or a wombat? This is easy. Easy. Goat. Goat. Like, internet videos, man, of goats screaming. Yep. And then you've got Goat Simulator as well. I should have have got a video of that. I didn't think of that. Um, If if no one's gone on the internet (laughs) and ever ever looked up goat yelling, (laughs) look it up. No, they're not. They they all sound like humans, these. Stop that. Um, yeah, goats. Wombats? Uh, kind of hey, okay. alright. I mean, they've got noses. Can I can I give one argument for a wombat? Yep. A wombat's butt is made up entirely of bone. Mm-hmm. So what it does, when a predator's chasing it, it goes into its burrow, and when the predator tries to sneak over its back, it crushes it against the ceiling and kills it. Yep. But goats, when they need to poop, just go, <laughs> and these pebbles just come out, True. like marbles. So, goats win again. <laughs> Alright, any more questions? No? No one else? Uh, are hey. you guys going to PAX this year? Maybe some live streams. Uh, no, next- much like the Patreon argument, we've ne- been slightly year. busy. <laughs> next year we are planning to do it, if we get enough Patreons to support us. Um, but no, PAX is on the plans for next year. Hopefully by then, we've got a little bit more of a following and we can sort of get some interviews. Or even up. if we don't have a following, we can just go there and do some like live stream with our phones. Yeah. Show you guys, you know, what it's like to have an espresso martini. It'd be a fun trip. In a different state. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, so PAX is on the plans for next year. Not this time around. And Alison Osborne says, or asks, uh, you can only play one game for the rest of your life. What is it? I'm going to go with Street Fighter 2. 
Yeah. Purely because this is one of my favorite games. I collect Street Fighter games. And what I like about Street Fighter 2 is that you can constantly come up with new combos and uh, new frame rate scripts and skips in order to get an extra hit or two in. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. What was mine? <laughs> Snow Brothers. Snow Bros. I have no this. idea why you... You are the only person I know who's ever played Snow Brothers. So I own... Uh, <laughs> I used to have an arcade, ma- well, an arcade machine that had Snow Bros on it. And at, at my house, I had a housemate. And we would decide who was going to do what in the house by the who ever had the highest score in Snow Bros. And we got so good at it. Um... My high school was pretty good. Like, it was up there. It was, like, in the 56 whatevers. Um, but I learned to play this game. This game is solidly good. It's such a fun game. There's so much strategy. You can do every level you can do with, like, just one hit if you do it properly. Like, turning one snowball, waiting for the exact moment when you have to do it, as you can see this guy doing here, and then done. And if you do that, you get these things that fall down from the sky, and they're worth big money, and that's how you get the big prize. They're worth big money. Big 10,000 yen. <laughs> um, so, so this is the game. And there's like, there's, so, the so there's 50 levels to this game, and I have I have played this game so much, and I've never finished it. Like, it's, it's quite hard, but it is doable. I just... Such a good game. Okay, just before we move on to Dan vs. The World, we've got one question from the live comments. Uh, Floppy asks, what would you like most out of next-gen consoles? Dan, what do you want? I want... Oh, number one, I want two things. Number two, I want them to get VR right. It's still not right. It's there, nail it. But mm. it could be better. Yep. Number two, I just want a bloody huge graphics leap. Like, or process. We spoke about this last show, or the show before, the yeah, leap the, between uh, Dreamcast and the, the generation before it. Yeah, it was huge. huge. Like, I, want a, I want a thing that when I see it, I go like... Like, you know, I want to be a commercial, one of those 80s commercials. People's going like, I Dan, want to do that. Dan wants to be so excited, Dan's helmet isn't just in the demo. Dan's helmet is Yeah. Oh, you can buy my helmet. You'll be able everyone in South Australia will be able to see my helmet when it comes out. That's what I want. I want a large helmet viewing. Dan versus the world. Dan versus the world. We're here. This is Dan versus the world. We still haven't done a screen explaining the rules, so I'm going to do my best. Uh, first rule is that Dan seems to have forgotten that people can hear what he's saying whenever the uh, titles come up. Second rule is I have three <laughs> songs. Uh, and they appear in a video game somewhere in history. I will play the first five seconds of the first song. Dan, representing Dan, will ask a question. Then it'll go over to Brayden, who represents the world. Back and forth they'll go until they've reached five questions, at which point they guess where that game came... Uh, sorry, where that music came from. Which game? I almost got through a really we are, good one, We man. do ask people in the chat, if you do know what it is, please refrain from um, putting it in the chat. Yep. Um, I've taken my glasses off, so I can't actually see the chat at all. I'm completely blind. That's but why Brayden cheats like a mother. But, but, yeah, but Brayden can see it. But please so do not... If you know it, please don't say. You can, right have some, you can have some guesses if you need to, if you don't know what it is, but don't let. Can you take your glasses off, Braden? Will that help? I mean, no, it's close enough that I can still read Oh, it. dang. Okay, yeah. here we go. What so- about we blindfold, Braden? <laughs> <laughs> Put this on. Just- Put this on. Okay, yeah. There we go. All right. Oh, there we go. We're putting oh. on the blindfold. Okay, so I'm going to play the first song here. 
All right, that's it. Brayden, guess number one. Um, what console was it on? Sorry, what was that? What console was it? Yeah, look at like that. <laughs> uh, this particular version was on the Dreamcast. My man, my, my, my dreamy man, my dreamy baby Dan Helmet. Um, <laughs> this can't what, be what, the new joke. So what, what, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not doing it, he's off it. Um, what was this? Who were you in it? What was the character? Uh, you were a driver. A driver? A driver. Oh. Have we talked about it on the show? Not this show, no. Okay. Now, who went first? Me. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Yeah, that's exactly. different. Question number two. Um, play me some more. Play you some more. That's my question. You're going to get the same again, because I took the cursor off. Can you... All right, play it double. I want to hear more than this. Uh, this... I want to hear more. Come on. I know. Oh, I really? I was waiting for that. Brayden, question number three. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, well, what kind of character you play in this? Uh, I don't think you actually see the character in this. Okay. There weren't many games on the Dreamcast that had Offspring as the music. Ooh. Is that Offspring? Yeah, that's a riff from an Offspring song. Oh, really? I purposely didn't Damn. choose the Offspring song. Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Ah. Dan is correct. So, Dan is up to 32. Brayden's on 33. We can update this live, can't we, we now? We can. Here we go. You all ready for this? Doo. Didn't do it. Yes, yeah, I did. Good. <laughs> Dan's on 32. The world is on 33. Okay, here we go. Song number two. Carlin, be quiet in the chat. And wow. there's your slightly problematic song for That's the season. That's racist, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Dan, question number one. What is the genre of this game? Uh, RPG? RPG. A Rupert. Rupert. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Braden? What kind of character are you playing this? Uh, you play a man. A mighty good man? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> School's out. Dan, question number um, two. What... Do you do it? Um, <laughs> what is it on? What console is it on? Uh, drinker. Oh, you, you're doing it. You're doing it for me. Oh, Calm down. I, I can't. I love the dreamy. Leave your helmet out of this. Brad, question number two. Uh, what sort of enemies in this? Uh, sort of uh, bad guys who are Yakuza type people. Okay. Dan, hmm. question number three. RPG. So there's not many Dreamcast games. We can narrow this down. <laughs> it, so it, it's an RPG yep. and it's not Fantasy Star. And it's slightly <laughs> problematic. Slightly problematic. You fight the Yakuza. You fight the Yakuza. You're a man. Was it, is it Shemu? Yes! Oh! <laughs> this is the only RPG God on there. Damn. Okay, so we're tied up. 33 piece. Dan is on 33. The world is on 33. Okay, here we go. The last song. Baby Dreamcast. Makes me so happy. If it makes you happy, that's a clue. 
That's way more than five seconds. All right, sorry. Damn, question sued. number one. <laughs> what is it on? Drinkers! Oh, oh you got a full... I don't know what this one is. Brayden, question number one. Uh, what, what genre is this one? Uh, it is like a fighting game. Ooh. Brayden, uh, no, Brayden just asked. Dan, a question kicky, number two. A kicky punch. Yeah. Kicky punch. How many characters can you choose from? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know who made it? Uh, I'm going to hazard a guess and say uh, Namco. Namco. I don't know, though. That's just a guess. All right. Um, Braden, question number two. What sort of... Oh, wait. Is it just a fighting against the fighting people or are they bad guys? Um, As in a, is some it... may say that you're the bad guy. Ooh. Mm. Really? Mm. I must have missed that Hitler fighting game on Dreamcast. Mm. Well, I mean, Hitler I didn't think he was the I... bad guy. <laughs> See, I could guess. Oh, really? You've got two more questions, though. I don't think Braden knows. So he might I wasn't born. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> what do you do? You use weapons? Uh, only those that are on your. Uh, uh, <laughs> Your natural abilities are weapons. So you don't have swords? No. Ah, yeah. Well... Well, Then I don't know what it is. No. A fighting game? Question number three. Are your natural abilities including supernatural abilities? Uh, They're pretty supernatural, yeah. Okay. Okay. So fighting supernatural game on the Dreamcast where you don't use weapons. And give me a clue. Question number four. Okay, Uh, a clue. I'm showing my t-shirt, which says Ultraman. I can't read it. It says Ultraman. There you go, that's your clue. Brayden, question number four. Mm. I, I, I do not know these things. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, this is a Dreamcast game I don't know. What, was there a... Like, good lord. I'm trying to even think of a question now. I'm so stumped. The Ultraman bit threw me entirely. I was thinking it might have been something like X-Men or something. I don't know. Question number four. Uh, uh, do, do you fight Godzilla? Do you what? Do you fight Godzilla? Uh, you can do. <laughs> Dang, question number five. You didn't realise there was an Ultraman game on the Dreamcast. <laughs> Careful. You're showing your Godzilla Ultraman ignorance. I didn't realise there was a Carmen Rider. <laughs> <laughs> question um, number five, Dan. Um... Then you get a free guess after this. So. Uh, um, what is is um so is Nam was it Namco? You think oh, possibly, possibly would make sense that it is a fighting game. What I don't know. Like I've got nothing. Why? Why? What does it start with? <laughs> a letter. A letter. Yeah, the letter at the game starts with the word. Oh, not Namco. Uh, Link, who's it by? Oh, He's just letting us know in the chat. Uh, it starts with G. G. Brayden, question number five. G. Uh... Brayden's just looking at all the list of Dreamcast <laughs> yeah, games. That's right. Dreamcast list games. So just go down to G. Um, good Lord. Uh, yes, yeah. you got to... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with... Where's this one set? Uh, in Japan. Whoa. Amazing. Right. 
General Games. Sorry, it came from General Games. Thank you, Link, in the comments. Didn't wasn't by uh, Namco. It was by General Games. GM. Well, that's why I didn't know what it was the whole time. Now and, I know. And his uh, good good son, Lieutenant. Good times. <laughs> Stupid uh, I, think, I think we're both going to blunder this one. So. Okay, well, you got a free guess. You've had five questions now. Take a free guess, Dan. Is it Carmen Rider? No. Brayden, free guess. Godzilla versus Ultraman. Very, very close. Really? Yes. Okay. What is it? It is Godzilla Generations. Generations. Good, good. So the developer's initials are GG. And then the game's initials are GG as well. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. What okay, so at the end of that round of Hack the Dinos Critical Path presents Dan versus the World. It's the official title. Look at that. Uh, we have got Dan on 33 and Brayden on 33. Do you know what you didn't do, Brayden? I just thought of it. <laughs> didn't use any of my buttons that <laughs> I, didn't I made. Use any of the buttons. Oh man, they're great. Look at them. They're so good. Uh, so we're all tied up here on the critical path. God damn it. <laughs> I'm still learning all these new things that Dan's made. Take us out, Brad. There we go. There we are. We really need an outro for that. Oh, and come on, guys. <laughs> we're not the one who didn't create the outro. Anyway. Oh, so bright in here. <laughs> we have been Hack the Dino. This is our critical path, a fortnightly nonsense video game talk show where we have Kojima watch. We have Dan versus the world, which you just saw. Thank you to all of those in the chat. We really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. Dan, what's coming up on your stream over on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino? I was thinking of streaming some Apple Arcade or the Goose Game. Goose Mm. Game. Or I was going to do some more Link, but I think it's over now. Yeah, Goose Game. Goose Game, maybe. Goose Game. I don't know if I can get five hours out of Goose Game. Uh, you can follow us over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino where we have a lot more videos going up. Brayden has his nostalgia series that comes up. We have show clips coming up and some more stuff coming soon. And beautiful, crisp, high res versions of this show as well. Oh, yeah. Be sure to go back, watch, like, and subscribe. Also, follow us over on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino where you can see Dan stream weekly and you can see us talk fortnightly. And you don't see Dan's helmet at all. Against um. the Twitch regulation. <laughs> regulation. Regula- Congratulations. <laughs> and finally, if you only want to hear our voices and not look at Dan's helmet, you can have our audio-only podcast version over on SoundCloud and over on Spotify and over on iTunes. Man, this music's got me so hyped up. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, be Godzilla. Take us out, Brayden. 